You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. In today's show, I'm going to hit you with some positive numbers from your favorite team. I'll tell you who's definitely out for Thursday's Texans game, and it's our weekly visit with our NFL expert and fantasy guru, Andy Rio. Andy shares thoughts on the Texans, previews this week's best matchups, and has some late-season pickups for your fantasy roster. Welcome aboard, everybody. I'm Robert Land from the Houston Sports Talk Podcast. My co-host, Brian Patterson, with the day off. Thanks for diving in to your best daily source of Texans news, views, and interviews. The Texans officially ruled out Kiki Cutie, Zach Fulton, and Andre Howell, as well as Ryan Griffin for the Dolphins. We'll see more Greg Mance. Tyler Irvin in the slot, and the rookie tight end lawyer team named Jordan and Jordan. How about some positive numbers from our friends at Pro Football Focus? I'll start with rookie Justin Reed. For the season, Reed has 26 tackles without a miss, the most among all active NFL safeties. His 90.7 tackling grade ranks number one among all safeties as well. For safeties who've played at least 80% of their snaps, Tyron Matthew, the Honey Badger, ranks number five in the NFL, according to Pro Football Focus's grading. For cornerbacks who've played at least 80% of their snaps, Jonathan Joseph, J. Joe, ranks number sixth in the league. And for linebackers who played at least 80% of their snaps, Bernardrick McKinney ranks number seven. Good stuff from the Texans' defensive players. Time to bring in Andy Rio for Fantasy Takes and NFL in- Insight. Andy brings two decades of experience writing for fantasy publications and websites. You'll also find his weekly article on our website, LockedOnTexans.com. Great to have you with us, Andy. And I've got Coach Gruden's word that he won't deal you for a first-round pick before our show ends. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> yeah, he's dealing everybody that's any good over with the Raiders, and, and you're great, but we're not we're not letting him do that to you. Uh, what what stuck out from for you from that uh, Jacksonville win? Well, just the fact that the Texans, I think, for the most part, uh, largely out tough the Jaguars. That's a team that I think prides itself on its toughness, and the Texans pushed them around. I mean, the defense pushed. The Jaguars offense around and Lamar Miller, very conservative philosophy, but it paid off. He had his best game of the year, rushed for 100 yards and a touchdown. So just the fact that I mean, the, the, the cover to cover realistic domination of the game. I mean, Jacksonville really did not challenge at all. For the first time since 2016, Lamar Miller had a 100-yard rushing game. And I understand you think he wouldn't be a bad fantasy play this week. Oh, I think he'd be a very good fantasy play this week, especially if we're judging off of what happened uh, last week where the uh, Dolphins were uh, torched by uh, On Johnson and LeGarrette Blunt of the uh, Detroit Lions. That duo got 208 yards and a touchdown. Uh, I'm not predicting 208 yards from Lamar, but I think certainly uh, he can uh, be a very solid starter for you. Our partners at mybookie.ag have the Texans as a seven and a half point favorite this week. Boy, if you like that action, go to mybookie.ag. But what do you think about this? What do you think about the, the Texans versus the Dolphins Thursday night? Well, the Dolphins have been an incredibly unpredictable and surprising team this year. I, I'm mystified in many ways that they are four and three, especially since they've 
continue to marginalize their best player on offense, Kenyon Drake. Uh, and they're going to be without their two top receivers, arguably their two top receivers, Albert Wilson and Kenny Stills. Albert Wilson, in fact, was placed on injured reserve. Uh, Kenny Stills out for this one. He'll probably be back in the future. I would say the Texans certainly have a very good chance at keeping the streak going this week. Really, the, the Texans, they're, they're looking more like the favorite. That That's the way I've sort of framed everything this week in the AFC South. Is that the way you're seeing it? Uh, definitely. I mean, Jacksonville looks rather uh, discombobulated at this point. Uh, the Titans are reeling. Maybe things would look a lot different for them had they uh, converted that two-point conversion against the Chargers in London or just simply opted for overtime. Uh, there's definite issues with both of those teams. You could actually make a case that the last place Colts have a more unified front right now than the uh, Titans and the Jaguars do. Is game manager Deshaun Watson becoming a bad fantasy play right now? Well, it's the numbers are not good over the past couple of weeks. He's thrown for 316 yards and two touchdowns. That is more Alex Smith-like. But, you know, I'm looking at, you know, again, last week's game where Miami lost you know, rather handily to Detroit – and even though their running game was going so well, Matthew Stafford still threw a couple of touchdown passes. I think Watson will be fine this week, uh, maybe not carrying teams to victory, but I think he's going to definitely improve over his numbers the past few weeks. And I think an increased full focus on Will Fuller and uh, DeAndre Hopkins will help. Without Kiki QT, uh, they're going to be the main targets. And we've seen that can work out very well when those two guys are targeted heavily. Right. And and I, I really feel like, I don't know about you, I feel like QT sort of takes away some Will Fuller action. And without QT, I think it's it, it's a good play if you're choosing between Fuller and somebody else as maybe a second wide receiving option, right? Yeah, absolutely. I want to hit your best matchups in the NFL this week. But first, just a quick reminder that if you're enjoying Locked On Texans, we always tell you to you know let your friends know because uh, we need more people into the tent coming to the party we want to keep bringing you this show on a daily basis and uh it's that's a way to do it we we just need more people to listen uh it definitely helps us out let them know they can find us on spotify the google podcast app itunes lots of different places but also you can support us by sharing our show links with your social media followers you can also take a few seconds and rate us on itunes that helps us as well email lockdowntexans at mail.com for questions or comments so we can bring you into the conversation and and also for all you guys listening hey we're gonna talk about sex for a little bit good sex now you can increase your performance these days and get extra confidence in bed with bluechew.com just go there because that that's the blue like the color blue blue chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Blue Chew's prescribed online, shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code LOCKEDON. It's pretty much the same 
for all the deals that we give you on Locked On Texans. It's just Locked On is the code. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E, like the color, chew as in chewable, bluechew.com, promo code Locked On for that free trial. And, and Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. We thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Andy, let's get a couple of your top five matchups this week, and I'll start with our AFC South foe Jacksonville. They've got the early morning London game against the Eagles, and uh, guess uh, who usually plays well across the pond? You know, if you say it with a nice British accent, Blake Bortles sounds much better. I don't think any accent can make Blake Bortles sound better at this point. <laughs> Maybe so, but in his last three trips, Andy, he's 3-0 and with eight touchdowns and an interception in jolly old London. Well, I, I think the, the, the team that's going to be more jolly after this one is over is Philadelphia. What are you seeing on this matchup? Well, I mean, there's really, from the Jacksonville perspective, we've really gotten to the point now where there's maybe only one compelling Jacksonville starter, and that's T.J. Yeldon. And even he is going to start to seed playing time to Carlos Hyde, who just came over from Cleveland. And, of course, at some point maybe they'll get Leonard Fournette back. I, I know a lot of fantasy owners have been anxiously awaiting his return. Um you know, Bortles may not finish the game. We saw Cody Kessler obviously come in against the Texans, and Bortles is going to be on a very short leash. So you got to stay away from the quarterback, of course. And with that uncertainty there, um, you know, the Jacksonville receivers, the top three, Dante Moncrief, Keelan Cole, D.D. Westbrook, have all flashed at times this year. And maybe they would be stronger fantasy assets with more consistent quarterbacking. But for now... They just need to stay on the bench. Uh, at, at this point, I wouldn't even say that Jacksonville's defense is an absolute must play. I mean, you could probably still start them, but Carson Wentz is playing very well, and he's clicking with Alshon Jeffrey and Zach Ertz in the passing game, all three of those guys playing at a very high level right now. Uh, I would say, though, unless you have a you know streaming defense on your roster like New England that has an unbelievable matchup against Buffalo, probably still stick with Jacksonville. Uh, obviously, the guys I just mentioned for Philadelphia, Wentz, Jeffrey, Ertz, must starts. Um, the defense is definitely uh, worth starting. Uh, beyond that, uh, the running game has not been all that great for Philadelphia with, since JHI was lost for the season. So a little bit risky to go with either Corey Clement or Wendell Smallwood. Are the mighty Rams going to blow out Aaron Rodgers and the pack and stay undefeated? What, did you, what do you think on that one? I think they'll stay undefeated. Uh, hard to see a blowout there just because of the fact that, you know, you just really don't see Aaron Rodgers get blown out very often. And that the Packers are one of the few teams that can hold their own with the Rams in the points department. Uh, Los Angeles' defense looked incredible against San Francisco. But since they've lost uh, cornerback Akib Tlaib back in week three, uh, they've been burned by better quarterbacks. Uh, Kirk Cousins threw four touchdowns against them in week four. Russell Wilson threw three touchdowns against the Rams back in week five. So certainly Aaron Rodgers is an elite quarterback, and it sounds like he's going to have Geronimo Allison and Randall Cobb uh, back for this one. I'm a little higher on Allison than Cobb uh, if you're going a little further down in choosing uh, your starting assignments at receiver. Devontae Adams, of course, 
Uh, very solid uh, number one fantasy receiver. And Jimmy Graham, definitely uh, worth keeping in your lineup. Uh, maybe he hasn't clicked quite as well with Rodgers, but uh, there aren't very many tight ends getting 104 yards in a game right now as he did against San Francisco in Green Bay's game before their bye last week. Rams got some fun games coming up this year. I think the Chiefs are on the schedule. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. New Orleans as well. Yeah, and they do play the Chiefs. That game is actually on Monday night in Mexico City later this year. Ole! Uh, the Ravens, 4-3, and three, just like the Texans, but they might be better than their record. The Their football outsiders DVOA ranking is number four, actually, right behind the Chiefs, Rams, and Chargers, which surprised me a little bit. They face the 4-2 and two Panthers, and this Panthers, uh, you know, that that's a good all-around team. What jumps out for you with this one? Well, I think this game is going to be a very hard-fought game. Uh, both teams, uh, very tough teams, both physically and mentally. Certainly, it may be a little bit more of a dicier game for Cam Newton than usual, but I certainly think he needs to be in your lineup. Uh, Greg Olson had the game-winning touchdown. Not much yardage against Philadelphia in their comeback last Sunday, but you got to keep... Olsen rolling and you got to keep Devin Funches rolling. He's had touchdowns in three of his uh, last four games. Christian McCaffrey, I I wrote in my article, uh, he's really kind of now the Julio Jones of running backs. Puts up good yardage and reception totals, but he's only got one touchdown this year. Of course, Julio famously has none, uh, but you can't argue with the safety that McCaffrey provides. I mean, he never has a truly terrible week. If he starts scoring more touchdowns, he's going to help a lot of fantasy teams win championships. Uh, on the Baltimore side of the equation, um, <laughs> yeah, still unbelievable that Justin Tucker missed that extra point uh, in the game against New Orleans. So he's going to come back. He's too good not to come back. Um I continue to be less than sold on Alex Collins as the lead running back for the Ravens. It seems like if he doesn't get a touchdown, he's really not helping you much. And Buck Allen has started to cool down over the past couple of weeks. So while I don't think that Joe Flacco is somebody you absolutely positively have to start, I think he'll do well enough to keep John Brown and Michael Crabtree rolling, uh, especially given that Carolina uh, was vulnerable against Alshon Jeffrey last week. So certainly Brown and Crabtree, I think right now, outside of Tucker, are the uh, best assets on the Ravens. Now, Ravens kind of been a sneaky team this year. I, I wasn't expecting that from them. But uh, that's about three of your five best games this week. For those who want to hear about the final two of Andy's top five games, go to LockedOnTexans.com for his piece. And in just a bit, Andy's got advice to help improve your fantasy team that you're going to want to definitely stay tuned for. But first, just a quick reminder, we've got some extremely cool news for our Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe to our Locked On NBA podcast because every single week, Sam Amick of The Athletic and Ben Golliver of Sports Illustrated will join host David Locke as a guest. Many of you will remember Sam Amick from his years at USA Today. So again, go to the Locked On NBA podcast, part of our podcast network, for some really cool guests every single week. Andy, if I need help on my fantasy team this week, who do I hire? Who would be maybe the number one guy? Let's go to your number one guy to grab off the waiver wire this week. 
Well, I would say it's a choice between two running backs. Uh, we're kind of focusing on running backs right now because there are some guys with some opportunities. And I think it's a question of whether you're playing for this week or you're playing for down the road. Um, it's quite possible that LaShawn McCoy is not able to play for Buffalo on Monday night when they host the New England Patriots. Yes, I'm well aware of the fact that Buffalo is probably going to get slaughtered by the Patriots. But somebody's got to carry the offensive load for Buffalo. We know their wide receivers are not capable of it, and Derek Anderson's not capable of it. So if Chris Ivory is the starter, I think you can certainly rely on him. If I'm shooting for a long-term asset, though, I might gamble on Raheem Mostart of the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Their normal starter running back, Breda, was not uh, healthy again this past week against the Rams. He seems to have lingering health issues. And you just have to wonder at some point, is he going to be on the sidelines for an extended period of time? Mostart keeps looking great. You do have to run the risk of the San Francisco Shanahanigans, as I call it, because Kyle Shanahan has been continuing to play Alfred Morris, even though Mostert has been running circles around him. But definitely an upside guy there. Another running back who may factor in this week uh, for New England would be Kenyon Barner. Uh, Sony Michelle, who's been playing great, their outstanding rookie running back out of Georgia, is uh, likely to miss this game. James White will carry the load for New England, but of course the Patriots like to feature him so much in the passing game that they don't give him as many opportunities to run the ball. If they were to build a lead, Barner certainly could see extensive work. Yeah, if you don't know who Mostart is, don't be... I uh, don't feel like you're you're like not not a good football fan because this is a guy that was a undrafted guy out of Purdue, right, Andy? He's he's not somebody that's on most people's radar. I would have to honestly check where he went to college. Uh, he has come out of nowhere. Yeah, I think it's Purdue. And and uh, let's go to the guys that you want to fire this week because uh, you're not a mean guy, but you know it's fantasy football, and sometimes you got to get rid of some people. Give me a couple of players that you just run out of patience with. Well, I think there were owners who would have jumped on the Cole Beasley bandwagon uh, when he scored two touchdowns against Jacksonville in week six. I think that there's been, you know, some owners have been hoping to unearth whoever emerges as Dallas's number one receiver. Well, uh, Michael Gallup, who is a promising rookie, had a 49-yard touchdown against Washington on Sunday. And, of course, the Cowboys traded for Amari Cooper. So... Uh, it's time to cut bait with Beasley if you uh, took that plunge. Uh, hard to really see any upside there anymore. It would make all the sense in the world for the Cowboys to build around Cooper and Gallup. They seem to be the two most talented guys they have. Uh, another guy I'm willing to cut bait with or at least bench, Jermaine Curse from the Jets. Not a guy who has a lot of upside, but a lot of people thought he would get some targets this past week. Instead, he pitched a shutout. Uh, the Jets are still thin at receiver right now. They just signed former Titan Richard Matthews, who uh, might be worth keeping track of. He certainly has been productive in the past. But with the uh, Jets heading to Chicago, I know the Bears have been burned through the air the past couple of weeks. But Sam Darnold looked like a rookie again against the Vikings. And I suspect that after those two tough weeks, the Bears are going to be a pretty angry group this week, and they're going to put it to the Jets. Go to LockedOnTexans.com for more advice from Andy. Always good to catch up, catch up with you, Andy, and uh, let's do this again next week. 
Okay, sounds good. All right, before we uh, close things out, just want to remind you that uh, check out his article. Again, it's LockedOnTexans.com, but also we've got some work by Joe and Calvin and Brandon. So many of our guys are doing good work on LockedOnTexans.com. Brian, not here for this one, but uh, he's not just uh, out in the ether. He's still doing stuff. He's uh, working on HouseOfHouston.com. He's got all that Texans and the Astros and the Rocket stuff over there, that's a fan side affiliate. If you want to hear my takes on the Rockets and the Astros, listen to me and my co-host RG Seal on our Houston Sports Talk podcast. And just a quick reminder that if you downloaded the Stephanie Stradley interview on Monday that we had, there were some technical issues. If you downloaded it immediately, uh, yeah, it, it got messed up. So just go back and re-download it. You'll hear the whole thing. It works out okay. Just a little technical glitch, but uh, we got that one corrected but next time we talk to you it's going to be for the post game show dolphins and texans maybe they're going to be five and three five straight wins can you believe that that could happen three three weeks was it four weeks ago wow when they were 0 three unbelievable uh as always though thanks for making us a part of your week you are locked on texans your daily houston texans podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Yeah, <laughs>